welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf, and I'm a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach and proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach, now in its eighth year, and a four-time winner of the Best of Gwinnett Award in endocrinology, diabetes, and metabolism practices. Together with newly certified health coach, Rachel Souza, we invite you to visit wholefoodhealthcoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives, and we'd love to help you change yours. Work Well is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer examples from my own life, as you'll see today, health, marriage, family, and business. I will share my research, my opinion, my faith, bringing you what I hope to be compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support for your wellness journey. WorkWell comes from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. Now from living rooms to boardrooms via Business Radio X, you're listening to WorkWell with Stephanie Wolf. Thanks for listening today and for the comments and questions and Facebook shares and LinkedIn reposts. You all are making a difference in helping to grow this audience. If you're tuning in today for the first time, it's easy to get caught up on your favorite podcast station. We're on all of them. I invite you to subscribe, listen weekly, and let's work well together one week at a time. Okay, let's do this. Well, the month of October, we have been looking at different topics, obviously, but it's been more of a welcome to wellness series. The first time we were together, we talked about health and wellness coaching and what it is and why you should care. We also, the second session, we talked about everything starts with you and everything is fueled by why, your why. Creating a work, working wellness vision is what we did last week. And today we're going to dig in a little bit more to living your own personal story. And we've had some challenges. Some of you have accepted those challenges. Sit, walk, stand. I'm sure that if you heard me say that, you started to sit up straight, just as I mentioned it, like my clients do. And remember, think of food as fuel. It's not your friend. It's not your enemy, not your counselor or comforter. Stop eating crap. Remember, carbonated, refined, artificial, and processed foods are not good for you. The clean concepts for living, we've discussed a lot of them, but in your healthy living assessment, we can go a little bit deeper in that whenever you're ready for something like that. I love starting out with a funny but relevant topic, and this story is one of my favorites, vital statistics. Avoid riding in automobiles because they're responsible for 20% of all fatal accidents. Do not stay at home because 17% of accidents occur in the home. Avoid walking on streets and sidewalks because 14% of accidents occur to pedestrians. Avoid traveling by air, rail, or water because 16% of all accidents involved forms of transportation. Of the remaining 33%, 32% of all deaths occur in hospitals, so if you can, avoid hospitals. 
You'll be pleased to learn that only 0.001% of all deaths occur in worship services in church, and these are usually related to previous physical disorders. Therefore, logic tells us the safest place for you to be at any given point in time is at church. Bible study is safe, too. The percentage of deaths that occur during Bible study is even less. So for safety's sake, attend church and read your Bible. It could save your life. I think it's cute. All right, so being the author of our own story or living a story that's worth telling is what we're talking about today. It's Breath Cancer Awareness Month, and I've been asked by a few of my listeners about my breast cancer and just wanted to know if I was going to take the month of October at all to share a little bit more about my story. So I'm going to get personal here and maybe even a little emotional, so fair warning, and I make no apology for it. Emotions are a gift, and they are for us. They give us a reason. There's a lot more of them than just happy and sad and mad. I recently taught a webinar um, called Happiness Hormones for a staff at an ad agency. Anyway, grab a tissue or maybe those pair of really cool sunglasses today. So just in case we strike a nerve. Maybe I should have my tissue here. We all have a story and I bet your story is a great story. Maybe an untold story, but possibly an award-winning story. A page-turner, a chart-topper, or an epic tale, likely filled with unique and intrigue, adventure, success, disappointment, sadness, happiness, trials, overcoming trials, and everything that makes a bestseller a bestseller. I love a good story. Every meaningful story has a conflict, a victory, and the scars of battle to remind us of its value. We can keep our story to ourselves and learn from what we experience during our story, but I believe that it's in the telling of the story or in the retelling of the story where it truly becomes meaningful and even useful to those who hear it or read it. The story in itself is not meaningful. We give it meaning by the value we place on each memory. After all, we lived it. It's our story. We bring the color and the nuance, and it's the storyteller who brings the story to life. Bring your story to life. I'm often asked to tell my story, share my scars, not the literal ones, because it's relatable and offers hope to many. I can tell a good story, and I have quite a few of them. I tell them with passion, and my passion makes the story believable, like I lived it. Oh, wait, because I did. I can talk about the feelings because I felt them. I can share the highs and the lows because I experienced each one. I asked the questions. I heard the answers. I did the research. I made the choices. I lived through it, and it came out of the other side with more dedication and dedicated to taking good care of myself and I choose to become more responsible for my own health and wellness. Whatever your story, it's a story worth telling, so why not tell it? I am. Well, I'm telling part of it, the cancer part. My breast cancer made me bosom buddies with women around the world, and though we don't really know each other, oh, we know each other. Our stories are often different, though similar, and all unique, but much the same. 
I chose a radical mastectomy and others choose differently. But we all face decisions that would change our lives forever. I wish I could share my story with you in person like I did earlier this month with a group of women um, gathering together, but this will have to do. So let me take you back to where a health crisis became a health journey after a second trip around aboard the cancer train. I was feeling all the feelings you might expect. Fear for my life, my career, my future, the physical, emotional, and mental pain, and exhaustion over all that I was putting my family through again. I've been through more than my share of hard things, I believe, more than a few that could have, quote unquote, taken me out. And now as a two-time cancer survivor, I jokingly say I need to write a book, but it would be called I'm Hard to Kill. My life motto is live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age. I want to live to be 100, and I want my death certificate to read cause of death, old age, just like my hero, Queen Elizabeth. I love life, and each day has more meaning now. Ask anyone who's faced their own mortality, and they'll tell you the same. Oh, I'm ready to go, but I'm going kicking and screaming. I agree with Kenny Chesney's song, Everybody Wants to Go to Heaven, Nobody Wants to Go Right Now. There's life beyond breast cancer for many women, and I'm blessed to be among those known as survivors. Many women seek me out to hear my cancer story, thus the questions and the asks to share this, to gain some hopeful support before, during, and after treatment for their breast cancer. I'm walking through it with a loved one right now. I welcome the opportunity to share in the sisterhood of those overcoming the pain and body changes we've experienced. So here's a piece of my story. As you know, my life has been somewhat of a roller coaster since I was 15 years old. It was then, after looking for love in all the wrong places, a doctor confirmed my fears and told me I was pregnant. I guess I wasn't shocked since I knew how babies were conceived, but I was faced with some life-changing consequences for my youthful ignorance, carelessness, and my less-than-wholesome lifestyle. The father's name is Jack, and though he was only 17, he was determined to make me his wife and provide a home for us and our child. We wed on March 23, 1974, just two months later. Determined to live happily ever after, and within four years added a second precious son to our household. Though marital, marital bliss did not really describe our early years, we managed to survive two separations and even a divorce, only to marry each other again on May in May of 1981 after eight months of separation. Those seven fitful years taught us much about ourselves and what true biblical married love is all about. And we were never the same again. I affectionate, affectionately say he's nothing like my first husband and I'm nothing like his first wife. We are now in our 48th year, and we are truly living the happily ever after part. I adore him, and he adores me. 
Jack has done some incredible things for me over the years to demonstrate his love for me. He's written me songs and sang them to me. He's taken me on exotic trips to amazing places, bought me some expensive gifts with his hard-earned money, even surprised me with a beautiful Palomino mare trail horse for my 40th birthday with a cake that said, sometimes dreams do come true. But there's one gift that was as timely as it was meaningful. We'd been saving and planning for a very special trip to Europe as a 25th wedding anniversary gift to each other. The plans were made, rental cars reserved, airline and plane uh, and train tickets had been acquired. We had earned enough frequent flyer miles to travel first class to Europe and we were going to enjoy every luxurious minute of it together. Jack had made our reservations at bed and breakfasts in Belgium, France, Italy, and England. The itinerary, itinerary was all set for our 17-day adventure together. When we received the news that a routine mammogram had revealed signs of cancer, I was sent immediately to a breast specialist and a surgeon at Emory University here in Atlanta for a stereotactical biopsy. All agreed the tests confirmed breast cancer and the recommendation procedure was a modified radical mastectomy treatment and re reconstruction, all to be done within 30 days. 30 days? As in the next 30 days? I couldn't believe my ears. I've always joked, whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger but I don't say it so flippantly anymore. Those were some tough days, I'm not gonna lie, but I never walked alone. My husband has been a rock, a lifetime partner that embodies the message of till death do us part. And I certainly had the what ifs about that, if you know what I mean. The physicians wanted to schedule me for immediate surgery. No way. Our lives had produced many years of love and happiness. We raised two terrific young men. And after all, hadn't we been through so much in our marriage and didn't we have the right to celebrate our 25 years together? So with that in mind, I told the surgeon, I'm sorry, but me and both my breasts are going to Europe for 17 days. When I get back, my breast is yours. After all, the long-awaited trip was a mere two weeks away, and I didn't want to ruin our opportunity to experience the honeymoon we never had. And in Paris, well, our trip to Europe was personally refreshing, was intellectually fulfilling, relationally energizing, and spiritually enlightening. It was, in my opinion, just what the doctor ordered, though she didn't, and I don't recommend this course of action for you. Our love had reached new levels, and this time together was incredibly valuable. We were reminded that life holds no guarantees. So plan like you'll live forever, but love like there's no tomorrow. Facing your mortality often opens your eyes to life's truest treasures. The greatest part of our tour in Europe took me to a place while in Paris France on, actu on the actual day of our silver wedding anniversary. We had walked from the Louvre Museum through the Louvre Gardens, down the Champs-Élysées, 
to the Arche de Triomphe, which I never knew existed until that day. The arch was erected by Napoleon to honor the French armies for the many battles they had faced. To commemorate those battles, the name of each battle is engraved in the underneath side of the arch. From the location of the arch, you can see all the great places of Paris, Notre Dame, the Concord Place, the Louvre Museum, Champs-Élysées, the Eiffel Tower, and so much more. We climbed up on the base of that 10 million franc monument and beheld a beautiful view of the most amazing sights Paris has to offer. It was in that moment that I began to cry. It hit me. There I was at my own arch de triumph of life, remembering the battles that I had faced in my own life. They were engraved on my heart like the underneath side of the arch. I felt triumphant, looking out as far as the eye could see, concentrating on the great wins and difficulty in life. I was facing a new battle, but I felt confident. It all came together for me on that arch as my dearly beloved held me once again to remind me that I was not alone. 25 years of togetherness was quite a triumph, especially when I remember the 15 and 17 year old kids that had said I do and really didn't until much later in life. Well, I showed up for surgery as promised after our amazing European adventure. And now 22 years later, I have learned that there is life beyond breast cancer. Life is precious. We are stronger than we think. Our bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made. God's peace passes human understanding. And he has gifted some incredible doctors who take pride in their work and dedicate themselves to help put women back together again after breast cancer. And family is worth more than money, power, or prestige could ever be. Most importantly, I learned that you only fall off a bicycle when you stop pedaling. I will pedal until I absolutely cannot feel my legs. The best thing about this is that I'm on a bicycle built for two. Thank you, Jack, for 48 years of yesterdays, for today, and for our many more tomorrows. Well, maybe you're going through cancer right now, or have been through it, or someone dear to you has been or is affected by it. A woman's chance of having invasive breast cancer in her lifetime is 1 in 8. That's 12.4% of all women. And one-third of you are behind in your mammograms right now. Cancer sucks. Did you know that every month has a cancer that you need to be aware of? Yep, there's an actual calendar of Cancer Awareness Months. If you go to choosehope.com, you'll see that January and October are actually my months on the awareness calendar. Pinktober is October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Some cancers have to share a month with other cancers, but breast cancer has one that gets its own month. 30 days of pink ribbons, newspapers print on pink paper, 
Hockey is sometimes played on pink ice, and some NFL players wear pink cleats. I cannot begin to tell you how many gifts I've received with pink ribbons to remind me that I'm a breast cancer survivor, just in case I forget. And I confess that I do forget. I forget how very blessed I am, and I need to be reminded. But I don't like using the word survivor because the definition of a survivor is a person who lives after an event in which others have died. Others have died. If you've lost someone to cancer, I'm so sorry for your tremendous loss. I was given another chance to live my life and live it stronger, wiser, better, and care more. I also feel a sense of responsibility to live my life differently out of respect and in honor of those whose story didn't have a happy ending. And of course, out of tremendous gratitude for every moment of every day since. Sometimes we need to get out of our own story and into someone else's to get a better view or a view from a different perspective. Then while you are there in their story, maybe they will need to hear your story. We are all survivors in some way. We're alive and we can respect those who are no longer with us by choosing to live well. They would want that for us and others need that from us. Cancer is tough. Be tougher. Tackle it with all you've got in you. Remember, you only fall off a bicycle when you stop pedaling. You didn't come this far to only come this far. Decide what kind of life you really want and then say no to everything that isn't that. Learn what you need to learn. Change what you need to change. Care where you need to care. Start now. Recently, I, wrote, I read a quote from an unknown writer that said, Ships don't sink because of the water around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets inside them. Don't let what's happening around you get inside you and weigh you down. To which I said, that's a great mental picture of how easy it is to sink when we let negatives around us get inside of us and weigh us down. We can pretend we're not sinking, wish we weren't sinking, pray we don't sink, or just float around hoping help arrives. But I say, we spot land, keep our eyes on the land ahead and row like crazy in that direction. Every truly great story has some mystery, some romance, some comedy, some suspense, some drama and some pain. Even a great story isn't great throughout the whole story, but stick around, keep watching, keep reading. When something bad is going on, it feels like you will always be there in the bad place. Remember there's another chapter, another scene, a hero, a fight, a plot twist, a surprise ending. It may feel like the sun is setting but there's another sunrise coming. Life goes on. Like a river, a river is always in motion. You never step into the same water twice. It's always moving, always different. 
the Bible is one great story after another great story. But the characters weren't always great, and the situation wasn't always great, and the outcome wasn't always great. Sometimes people were sawn in half, but sometimes people were thrown into a fiery furnace and came out not even smelling like smoke. Some were stoned to death, and others were thrown into a den of hungry lions and lived to tell about it. Now that's a great story. But they are all great stories. God put them in the greatest book ever written. Me and my cancer story is a story worth telling. People facing cancer often look at me now 22 healthy years later and tell me that my story gives them hope. I survived. They can too. I love that about my story. It makes my story valuable, though not a bestseller yet. Live a story worth telling. Our lives are one big, united library, all connected somehow, all valuable, all meaningful. In which volume, in which book, in which chapter, on which page, in which paragraph, in which line, in which word are you? In my story, God is the central character. Jesus is the hero. And Jack is my lifelong love interest. Well, you've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Whether it's one of our classes, one of our webinars for your corporation, I Shape Me, I Shape Me for Teens, Healthy You, His Way, primetime health, and so much more. For information on our individual coaching programs or how to book me for your speaking engagement or corporate webinar, go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com. Tune in next week for Getting Started is the Hardest Part. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next week live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life.